Hello, my name is TJ and I'm one of the voices behind the Geek Sweat podcast. This is a special message regarding the next episode which has been recorded out of sequence during the coronavirus lockdown in the UK. Now, in response to the government daily briefings and general health and safety requirements for the pandemic, the Geek Sweat podcast team are practicing social distancing for this recording in an attempt to create new segments and continue sessions from our respective homes via a joint video call while we aim to minimize the risk and the spread of the infection from COVID-19. As such, we are working in the absence of our esteemed sound engineer, Giovanni Bastianello, aka Neo Geo. And we hope that you can bear with us and any changes in the audio quality from what you may be accustomed to earlier. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Geek Sweat Podcast. We We watch watch films to save you hassle. It's another podcast with a filmmaking twist just for you. I am TJ and we will be bringing you hot topics in the film industry, inspiration interviews with IMDb listed filmmakers, review sweat on online series as a stream, trailer talk on upcoming feature films and cult TV perspectives on classic shows worth revisiting. Geek Sweat is available on Apple Podcasts where you can stream over 750,000 shows. Look for the lowercase white eye with two white ring halos inside the purple square and you can have access to over 20 million episodes in their library. Hello, uh, welcome to Geek Sweat. This episode is a uh, hot topic episode, I believe. It's episode number 131. Uh, Today I'm joined by uh, Mr. MKH. Hello. Hi, good afternoon. How have you been? Um, yeah, no, I, I'm I'm okay. I'm enjoying lockdown 2.0 on steroids. Yeah, it's, it's not good. as not as full on as, as um, lockdown one or the original. Yeah, no, definitely. I think um, it's um, a dieted lockdown almost. It's like it's like a Budweiser, the Budweiser of um, of uh, lockdowns. But precisely, a watered down version of it all. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah good. And also today we're joined by uh, Trevor. Hi Trevor. Hello Stephen. Lockdown 2.0 is something that I have been not looking forward to, but I should have expected because I think there's been a bit of incompetency in our administrative ranks. But um, hopefully my second version of lockdown will be more planned and scheduled than the second. My second version will be more planned than the first one. I think I kind of fell down the stairs in terms of preparation for lockdown 1.0. Okay, so you're better prepared for lockdown 2. Yeah, I mean, I think I've got my uh, streaming schedule sorted out. I've got my breakfast routine sorted out. I've got my get up in the uh, even earlier in the morning exercise routine sorted out because the self-isolation, I think, if you do it like three or four days in a row, you kind of lose a little sense or track of time of what's going on. And obviously, YouTube streaming services aren't a good barometer of what time it is outdoors. There won't be any breakfast in the future, Trevor. There won't Not be with... any breakfast in the future. I'm scared. What, what about my... COVID, COVID and Brexit. I mean, no, no breakfast. It's been one meal a day for everyone. Oh, no. Don't like the meal either. It'll be a bad meal. Oh, that's scary, man. Because that means I'm going to say have to say goodbye to my maple syrup and pancakes and bacon, <laughs> and I like that. That would be the first thing to go under the new order. Anyway, <laughs> let's, um, let's let's. Well, what, what we're going to talk about today is a streaming service that 
uh, isn't that famous. It's not Netflix. It's not Amazon Prime. Um, it's not the other famous one. Um, <laughs> Netflix. I, I ran out. <laughs> and I could not remember one more. Anyway, so I'm here to talk about BritBox. BritBox is uh, a streaming service that kind of collates BBC, ITV, Channel 4 and Channel 5, I think, are all involved. And that might sound a little bit awful, but it's not, it's kind of, it's not like iPlayer. It's not like, um, you know, it's not just new stuff that they, they stick on for two weeks. This is kind of, they're raiding their, um, they're raiding their um, archives and they're sticking on stuff that, you know, hasn't, you can't find on other services. The first time I became aware of BritBox was a couple of years ago when I did my, Obviously, um, being a Doctor Who, I don't know if anyone out there knows that I'm a Doctor Who fan. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I've ever mentioned it on any of these shows. Yeah, and so one of the problems in being a Doctor Who fan up to now is being able to watch old Doctor Who. Because, I mean, I spent many years buying the videos and buying then the DVDs, and it turns out that's a complete waste of time. Because Ripbox has got all old Doctor Who on it. I mean, that was perfect. I mean, it, it could have been any service. I mean, it could have been just Doctor Who, all of Doctor Who and a lot of um, documentaries about Nazis and I'd still have signed up for it. And uh, But yeah, so that was a good intro. Finally, there was somewhere online you could pay, but I think it's £6 a month and I can watch Doctor Who, old Doctor Who anytime I want. And obviously if I play, I can watch new Doctor Who anytime I want. So basically I can watch any Doctor Who anytime I want, apart yeah. from the ones that are missing. So I signed up for that and I kind of, kind of, you know, and um, over the last few months, they've started putting more and more stuff on there. When I originally signed up to it, I signed up for the American site because it hadn't been launched in Britain yet. And um, uh, so that was fun. But I know my sister got a a subscription to it and so I nick off her now and I don't use my American one. So I've saved a bit of money there too. In fact, I don't pay at all. Excellent. How long would you say you've been a subscriber to Flipbox at the moment? Um, Well, I've been about over a year now, maybe nearly two years. Yeah. And um, the big thing before was, I I mean, once they launched, the big thing was that they had all of Doctor Old Doctor Who on there, and that was their big thing. In fact, in their um, at the top, their little index had TV, film, and Doctor Who. That was like their third category. That, That doesn't happen anymore, which is slightly sad. But now they've put on loads of stuff. And if you're into like 70s and 80s, cold TV, then it really is a bit of a goldmine because over the last few months, not only Doctor Who now, but they have uh, The Prisoner, the original Patrick McGoon series, wow. The Avengers, the original UK series, um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, the um, UK series, um, uh, Star Cops, um, Space 1999, UFO, um, all these great um, programs from the um, uh, from the sixties and thirties, and it's kind of um, I, you don't really get it on other services. They don't do old classic TV, and I wonder why that is. So perhaps I'm going to stop yabbering a bit and ask you what you think of what I've just said. Uh, it, it sounded like um, I don't know, thirty years ago, someone put all of these um, different properties into a box and put it in a hole and some American guy 
dug it up and he didn't know where it was so he decided to put it on one streaming channel like everything you just named is at least 10 years old right oh yeah 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 but they do put new stuff on there so in fact the new series of splitting images coming out is actually being launched on BritBox. there's a BritBox box yeah. of production so they've started moving into making their own stuff as well and i don't really know how it fits in with the bbc because obviously it's a joint thing with the bbc ITV, Channel 4, and Channel 5, so I don't know exactly how that and what the people put on iPlayer and what they put on BritBox and what gets put on BritBox and what gets put on iPlayer or ITV player. So I'm not sure about that, but um, they, they put, yeah, they put new dramas on. I mean, uh, this year, I mean, I've watched, one of my favourite things this year was um, Chalk, uh, what is it? White Chalk, White, House, White Horse Farm. No, not White Horse Farm. White home, ah, it was the story of um Jeremy Bamber who killed his parents and his sister. But um, it was a big ITV press drama at the beginning of the year, and they that's on there. Quiz the um the drama about um they're cheating on um who wants to be a millionaire, but that drama's on there, so they keep up to date with new dramas. But the, the real gold mine is kind of the old classic 60s and 70s cult TV. The Murders of White House Farm is the yeah. series and I think it's got uh, it looks like it's got some uh, a young actor in it um, called Freddie Fox playing Jeremy Bambi yeah. yeah he's got a fame he's from a famous acting family Edward Fox is called the father yeah, yeah. and Lawrence Fox our favourite of all the foxes I think he was in the jackal <laughs> speaking of animals, speaking of animals Edward Fox was in the jackal well, he, he he's starting a culture war, don't you know, very soon. But oh, let's not get off is task. That Lawrence, is that Lawrence Fox related to that Edward Fox? Then? Freddie Fox you're talking about is the cousin of Lawrence Fox. Oh, wow, because he's done something. He's he's doing a UKIP 2.0 now, isn't he? Yeah. He's a bit of a big person, but he used to be married to Buddy Piper. So it's kind of... Oh, that was wow. his claim to fame. Also, he <laughs> yeah. was in... Wasn't Chris Evans married to Buddy Piper? Yeah. Chris Evans. The, not not Captain America, Chris Evans, radio, whatever. Yeah, the ginger guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, 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 what are you trying to say about Billy Piper? She goes through men like knife through bar or what, something. What are you saying I, about ginger I, guys? I, ginger I, guys are not allowed to be married. No, definitely not. <laughs> it should be a law. It should be definitely a law against that. But can I just jump back in on this brick box? Um, yeah. It sounds like... Um, do you know BBC America? So whenever you go go over to America, there's yeah. this channel that is produced by the BBC, but it's dedicated to Americans. It sounds like BritBox is BBC America on steroids because you have the ITV um, uh, properties as well. And this, yeah. is, this, yeah. is, this is what's so frustrating, actually. This is what people don't understand. It, everyone's saying that we need to take away the TV license. Every channel, every other channel gets a part of the TV license because of their yeah. news output. So, like, yeah. if, you, if you're defunding the BBC, you're defunding all these other channels. So, like, come on, guys, get your head out of your ass. But so far from what you said about what's going on BritBox, I am absolutely not tempted whatsoever to even, <laughs> like, I don't know, even accidentally uh, get a, a free six-month pres- uh, subscription. Because, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just, it just sounds a bit, it sounds like a bit of a reach by the um, by the powers at ITV and BBC. That that's me personally, though. I'm I'm looking at it, and it says 
free there's a free trial for seven days and like Stephen said, uh, is BBC, ITV, Channel 4 and Channel 5 Productions. It's also got a Film 4 collaboration as well. So I'm guessing there's some like, one-off feature films. But even looking at the, uh, the BritBox webpage, I mean, they're making a big boast that um, Spitting Image is back from um, the 3rd of October. And Spitting Image, if you don't know, is like a puppet and impressions set comedy series. But it's been around for 18 series, but it's obviously re-injected some life into it again, Frankenstein style for series 19. But they've also got uh, Misfits, which was the uh, superhero um, uh, kind of Chavs comedy from Channel 4, Downton Abbey, which is like a famous export from ITV, Gentleman Jack, which I think was exclusively on streaming services. So they're promoting a cocktail of stuff, even including The Only Way is Essex. And I think even if you deep dive you should be able to find Sherlock and Luther as well. But everything you've just said, you can find on other platforms except for Spitting Image. And I don't think yeah. I actually care about Spitting Image. The only thing that I've seen that is new yeah. uh, from the original run is that now they've got a, a plastic uh, mixed race person in the form of uh, Meghan Markle. But that's the only yeah. thing. Like every, All the politics is basically the same. The yeah. same type of caricature targets are all the same. So I don't understand why Spitting Image thinks it is a, um, I don't know, it's such a revelation that they're coming back. And again, I, I don't think... I, I think the thing about Spitting Image is you haven't got a lot of political satire on TV. I know there's a series called V which is kind of a day in the life of a vice president, which I think was famous on Channel 4. And, uh, sorry, I'm not sure what channel it was on, but it was uh, Armando Iannucci who done it. And there are kind of political dramas, but I don't think British TV is awash with uh, political... We do shit satire. Yeah, I mean, in the loop... No, and we, the do mainstream, we do shit mainstream satire. We yeah, can do yeah, stuff yeah. like Thick of It, we, yeah. we, we can do stuff that Amanda Iannucci wants to do, and then it's good. Yeah, but he's not in the country <laughs> anymore, is he? He's in Los Angeles, hey. so we're dry. Yeah. Wait, hold, hold on. You don't like the thick of it? Yeah, yeah, the thick of it. I'm saying only Amanda Iannucci seems to be able to do yeah. satire right in Britain. Yeah, because it, yeah, it seems like since, since Bremner, Bird and Fortune kind of got pushed out of their Channel 4 time slot, it was like Amanda yeah. Iannucci and... Uh, I think it's, could you say Chris Morris a little bit as well? Yeah, Brassai. Yeah. I mean, the, the thing with Ianucci and Chris Morris is the more satirising kind of uh, media and politics rather than the people, the, the, um, yeah. the actual individuals, the characters like Boris Johnson, whereas this is what Spitting yeah. Image would be kind of, you know, so you got a Boris Johnson puppet and. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think, yeah, that's a good difference, that distinction, because. Like, like it is, it's like, it's the system versus actual people, and this is the first time, I mean, there must be like a whole wave of celebrity impressionists who are glad that Spitting Image is back, because it's more work for them, isn't it? Yeah. But just, um, just, going back, just going back to what NKH was saying about, you know, um, everything, things on Bitbox being available out, elsewhere, but they're not, Doctor Who's not available elsewhere, Blake Seven... Uh, yeah. Doctor Who, only you would care about that, to be honest. Like, I don't uh, that's, anyone that's not true, is it? Yeah, I mean, I think no, but the thing is, I think what you've got here with Britbox is they're telling you they've got series one to the latest series, so it's like a deep dive into British culture in one fell swoop. So this might appeal to 
I think people outside of the islands of the UK who want to kind of just get a taste of what's on British TV. That's that's my opinion. Anyway. I mean, it's, it's kind of catering for kind of people who... who I mean, what other service actually um, shows classic TV? I mean, there isn't one. Dave, I think it's Dave Channel, but I think they're just Dave? like... I think they, yeah, I think they squeeze the sponge Dave. on Red Wall episodes. I'm talking about, you know, prestige, you know, good, I mean... Red Dwarf isn't that bad. They just lean <laughs> on it, they lean on it a bit too heavily in their schedule, I think. And yeah, I, I, still, I, like, I get, like, there are people that like Doctor Who. In fact, they've, they've just done a, a list of the top Doctor Who's, and um, David Tennant won. I don't know what you feel about that. Um, yeah. Uh, Stephen, but he he had, he had recently won. It's almost, it's almost as if William Hartnell and Patrick Trout and the people that are fans of him are dead and couldn't vote. Okay, you hated it. <laughs> but, but with Doctor Who fandom, is it like the Premier League where a lot of football fans don't, because of Opta statistics, they don't really count anything that happened in top flight football before 1992. So is oh, it like with Doctor, Doctor Who, Who yeah. they don't, they don't count anything that happened before like Christopher Eccleston's uh, Doctor yeah, for example there's, there's, um, there's quite a number of cut off points for fans in Doctor Who some early Tom Baker after his first three seasons they consider that Doctor Who and everything else after that shit and then yeah. after Tom Baker there's another kind of cut where there's another group of people and who play yeah. that and then people that get to the end of the original series but can't be bothered with a new series so yeah, that yeah. happens. I mean, it's kind so, of stupid. So that means there's a kind of a colour. I like the coloured coloured Doctor Who, but not the black and white Doctor Who's kind of dividing the fan base. Am I right? Um, I don't know if it divides the fan base. It's just that it's, Doctor Who's been going for like nearly 60 years now. And so yeah. the fans have changed over time. You know, the William Hartnell, the kids that are William Hartnell fans, mm-hmm. a lot of them are dead. <laughs> You know, and the kids and the kids that are Jenny Wicker fans are like are like six years old. So it, it could be also that the older fans or the first fans or the early, early adopters of Doctor Who they just don't have Twitter accounts, so they can't do the surveys. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just stupid. It's uh, obviously David Tennant was going to win that poll, but yeah. uh, it, it just seems pointless to kind of hold it. Really, I'm wondering if there are TV programs you remember when you were any younger that you'd like to see again and I'm wondering what, what you'd like to see if Britbox are going to continue to plunder the archive from my point of view I'd like to see some Dennis Potter dramas on there you know like the singing detective pennies from heaven and stuff like that you know the kind of the prestige drama of the 70s and the 80s the kind of um, more highbrow kind of dramas that used to produce that we don't get really get anymore yes some of that stuff, the the the, the um, TV dramas that like people like Alan Aikborn used to write. I mean, BBC and ITV, they've got loads of stuff in their archives. So, I mean, Britbox isn't just about what's on it now; it's about what's going to be in the future and how it's going to be like. It's going to be like a library of of kind of hopefully, if things cost of old TV. So, I mean, what, what old TV would you like? What old TV show could go on there and MKH would go? Yeah, I might give that. Do you know what? There was a Gone, um, I don't think Britbox will be worth a damn unless they get <laughs> Big Brother Season 1 on there. Otherwise, yeah. I don't care. Season 1? Yeah, Season what? 1. That was yeah. the best one. 
Is, is that yeah. a lie? One neighbour walked the whole thing. Craig? Was that Craig's one? The one that the, 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 uh, the builder? Yeah, yeah, what? the builder. Okay. That's like that's the only one that really matters. Yeah. <laughs> nah, come on, come on, Stephen. You gotta agree there. Stephen, you're mad for Doctor Who, but come on. Stephen, you know and I know Big Brother Season 1 is the one that everyone watched. Even if you hate yeah. the show now, that was the one that everyone watched. I, I, I didn't actually say anything against them, Big Brother, and, and you all attacked me for it. <laughs> no, I haven't attacked you yet. You, um, I, was just, I was just saying you have to agree. I haven't attacked you yet. No, yeah, just... it was definitely the best. It was Nick and Craig and Anna and... Um, um, but the, probably. I think no, a guy went on to get sponsorship by KFC as well. I've got an obscure choice. Um, there was a Channel 4 series called Prospects. Um, it, was, it was out in 1986. It's got 8.5 stars on IMDb. It's a comedy drama um, with like an East End, two East End geezer characters, one called Jimmy Pintz and another one uh, called uh, Gary Olsen. Or an actor, so Jimmy Pintz played oh, Gary, Gary Olsen no, and uh, Billy Bill. Yeah. So um, Prospects was like, imagine only fools and horses, but they were taking it to the street. So it was like, you had these kind of two kind of Del Boys. One was black and one was white. And it was kind of like they were just going around doing like weird entrepreneurial uh, make a fast buck um, stuff in a kind of what was the Thatcher's recession. And I think to do that series and remake it, considering the recessions that we've gone through now. I think that would be a very timely story with considering the get-rich-quick schemes that are available on the internet. So I'd like to see that, like a, a, a now-and-then comparison. Okay. I've got a couple more points. Um, I mean... Uh, <laughs> um, do you think that British people should pay for a subscription for a subscription the BritBox, even though they've already paid for the programmes with their licence fee? They're kind of paying for the programmes with their reputation because they're being stereotyped in this little online um, service. I think if you're a resident in the UK, you should be getting a service for free. That's my... Hey. And if you're paying for TV licence, you can prove it because you've got the serial numbers. You should probably be able to upload that serial number, say... I already saw half of this stuff on the BBC, so I just should get my freebie. Yeah. Okay, MKH. I, I disagree. I think they, they damn sh right should pay for it. Only because we live in such a stupid country. Like for so long, they're saying get rid of the BBC, get rid of the BBC, you don't want to pay license fee. And now they put in all these programs and the archives programs on there and i feel that all, all these idiots that want to see these programs who also said that we should scrap the license fee should be made to pay for it i'm not going to pay for it because i wasn't screaming about getting rid of the license fee also i think majority of the content on but that brit box um brit box yeah that brit box um platform is trash but um i think yeah people <laughs> should definitely yeah i Do just said that <laughs> I, I think MKH wants to punish people who want continually want to watch Midsummer Murders. I think that's what he's trying to say. Guarantee you, anyone that that watches Midsummer Murders lives in a leafy town, voted Brexit, and is probably an anti-masker. So I don't care about them. Like, they, yeah. in fact, charge them triple just just for the audacity <laughs> for breathing. The, the thing is, the Brit Box 
has access to an archive that no other streaming service has. It's it's kind of you know if it, it if it gives itself the chance, it could be massive because there's so much the BBC and all the five mainstream channels. Okay, maybe not Channel Five, four mainstream channels have. Hey, Family Affairs, you can't lock that. Netflix and Amazon, they don't have archives like they don't have all these programs they've been broadcasting for the last 50, 60 years. Yeah, but the thing is, Amazon's got an archive films. Because don't forget, they used to be Love Film and they bought them out. So they do have old films that no one's ever heard of that are just in circulation on their database. They do, they, but they don't do classic TV. And that's something that's missing in, in the streaming market, I think. Well, give them 50 years and they'll be right back where you want them to be. What's that? Like you, you said, <laughs> the reason you love this BritBox idea is because they've got 50 years of um, worth of content. But like, I'm <laughs> guessing Netflix is saying the same. Just give us 40 years and you'll love us. Like you'll be paying, pay, paying out the arsehole for them. But we're doing this podcast today. Not yeah. Now. Stephen, as an end user, um, you've yeah. come across Amazon, you've come across Netflix. Does yeah. BritBox give you the algorithm of... You watch Doctor Who, so for the next six weeks, we're only going to show you sci-fi um, BBC series. Or is it easier to navigate than that? Is it is it an intuitive, I, I suggestive platform, or do you still have to root out stuff and find it for yourself? It's it's not particularly great. I mean, for uh, the, the, they don't have descriptions of the program when you when you hover over anything, so you can't mm. quite see what the program's about. And um, it sounds like there's some kind of nostalgia there because it sounds like if you're someone who has watched the series, you're going back there, for example, Poirot. Yeah. yeah. And you're thinking, okay, I want to watch another couple of episodes of David Suchet's Poirot because I'm tired of seeing Kenneth Branagh doing it on the big screen. So, do you feel there's an element of people trying to go back to series because it's nostalgia rather than people discovering new undiscovered series because they don't know much about British culture? Um, I, I think it's open to anyone who's kind of interested in that sort of... I mean, it's, it's TV you can't get on any other platform. It's, it's, it's the TV that, that influences the TV we get today. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. it's the TV people... I mean, especially something like The Prisoner, which had such an impact on popular culture and the way TV yeah. is made. And you get all these um, programs that, you know, tried, you know, it's very interesting watching old science fiction and seeing what they get wrong, what they get right and what they can get away with. And, you know, it's, it's, it's educational and it's also and interesting and, and weird and fun. And I, I you know, I, I spend more time on BritBox than on Netflix and Amazon put together. It's, 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 it's just fun. Well, that's because you're a nationalist. I'm a nationalist. Well, because just because I, I like British. Yeah. I would just like say, British. I mean, would you say there's a lack of diversity on on there? Because I mean, Desmond's was a classic um, series that yeah. was on Channel Four, which is not on there. Yeah. And um, I'm, like, I'm not saying goodness gracious, just me to be at the top. But do you think it's got a polarized view of British entertainment? Well, I mean, that's that's going to happen because a lot of the programs are from the 60s, 70s and 80s. So okay. there's not a lot I can really do about that. I mean, I'm watching Blake Seven at the moment and that's got um, a major black female character yeah. who in 1980, so pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
and what would you say? What would improve your user experience of Gripbox? It could do with kind of tidying up a bit so that, you know, when you hover over a program, you can see what it is and yeah. what, what it's about rather than having to click on it. Um, but, I mean, it's not that old and, and it's getting better all the time. And yeah. they add new stuff all the time. It's, um, it's, it's only going to get more value for money. And I don't pay for it anyway because my sister does. And so it. it really is a bargain for me. I mean, it, this is a system that I think it was... Uh... It was it was announced that they were going to do it in December 2016. They launched it in March 2017. So it's had like three and a half years to go now. But looking but at it's some only, of, it's only been available in Britain for this year. Okay, okay. I mean, looking at the, the landing page, it seems like Britbox relies on a lot of big photos with knowable faces, and then you kind of just it looks like you click on it to open up the page because like everything's under categories so it's like yeah. um they're, they're t- so and it seems like and when i say everything's under categories it's like docs and lifestyle film drama so it's not like netflix this is trending this is reality tv this is for young people and they're not no. about target audience so do you like the fact that it's a more generic set of categories rather than trying to discover who you are and your yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know I never, I never take any notice of any of the streaming services' recommendations anyway. I normally know what I want to watch next, <laughs> so I just go and watch that. I, I don't, I have a brain. <laughs> so, uh, so MKH, I, I can see that you're. Um, I bet you're taking out a subscription right now. Is that right? Um, <laughs> whenever I think of BritBox and all of the. Um like shows that you described the description of the person that would buy Britbox was probably protesting in Trafalgar Square yesterday. And I, I, can, I, cannot, I, I cannot stand shoulder to shoulder with those people. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it is funny though, because it's like, it, it feels like if you was that kind of patriot or that kind of, let's say national affronted, um, Britbox would be your channel because you you be thinking like I'm gonna cut all that Fred McDonald's casting news stuff out. I don't want any women in the lead of my stories. I want my old traditional old yeah. white blokes in a series. It's make Britain uh, great again with um, when when we didn't need the EU and <laughs> the only things that existed were electronic screwdrivers and flying um, police boxes. And that is that is just some people's, like, wet dream. And I'm sorry. I, I, that's just how <laughs> from, like, the evidence out and what you're describing. Like, just the fact that they're bringing back Spitting Image, like, like we, we remember when Spitting yeah. Image first came out. It was not a very nice time, like, what was happening yeah. with, obviously, Margaret Thatcher and them invading um, Iraq for the first time. And um, yeah, and now we've just got a Margaret Thatcher 2.0 as prime minister. It just like I don't know. Just for me, it just brings back too many uh, bad memories. Um, but yeah, no, it sounds, it sounds great. It sounds great for you, Stephen. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think you could have misrepresented Britbox <laughs> badly. Oh God. Okay. Have you got any closing thoughts, Trevor? Um, I, this is this is what I want to say about Britbox, despite um, 
um, uh, MKH's anarchistic political views. I, I would say that it's probably about time that there was a nation-specific uh, streaming service. I'm not sure if there's one available like this in Germany or Norway, because obviously that Scandi drama is quite popular in the UK. And I was disappointed that I never, I still haven't got a chance to see um, a TV series called Actor Maniscore, which is the original series of Humans, which was uh, produced eventually by Channel 4. So I think mm. having that space where you can look at the original series of everything is probably important because I noticed earlier this weekend that Utopia has been remade into an American series and it got a cult following as a kind of um, a slightly subversive paranoia thriller on Channel 4. But unfortunately, it only did two seasons because I think it's a combination of the budget and some of the main players in the series went on to do bigger projects. You know? So, yeah, going back to Source... Britbox, it was it was, it was bound to happen. I'm not sure if they've got the series that makes me want to jump into a subscription. That's it. They have Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> I can watch Doctor Who with you, Stephen. They have 14 um, seasons of that. Um, oh, I've, I've completely forgot how to pronounce his name. The Owl and Pasca. Oh, I've, I never I've liked the Owl and Pasca. I couldn't even pronounce it. Warren Clark, man, he's awesome. Okay, yes. Yeah, so. Do you know what? I actually liked Warren Clark in The Manageress. He was excellent in that. And that was a really, really old 1990s drama. Yeah, with yeah. Cheryl Lungi as the first female football manager football of some kind of, um, I'm not sure if it's a made up name team in like yeah. Division yeah. Two, but that was a good series. But she only, the series only lasted as long as her getting promoted. But it was a good two or three season series. That was, was that footballers' wives? Got... What about footballers' no. wives? Is that on it? <laughs> it probably it, is. I yeah. I Why think not? The man- I think the manageress urinated on footballers' wives. Urinated like like weed yeah. on people. Yeah, for, on footballers' wives from a great height. It was it was classic drama, and the quality of actors is a lot different. Um, I got a quick question. Do we know like what the numbers are in terms of subscriptions for this Brit box? I, like, I don't know. Should we have I a, will, quick, I'll have a quick, quick, look. quick little look? Quick look at that. And, of course, Warren um, Clark, Warren Clark um, is one of Alex's droogs in A Clockwork Orange. Oh, yeah. I wonder um, if Clockwork Orange is on there, because I'm not sure if that was a Channel 4 production. Did, did you say which were your favourite shows on there? Obviously, Doctor Who, and you said one more. Actually, it's Taggart Blake, on there. Blake, Blake Seven. Yeah. Oh, Blake Seven. <laughs> um, it's got one million subscribers in the US and Canada. Uh, that was one of the statistics. I think that was back in 2019. There's not an up-to-date record of the current number of subscribers. Oh, they must be like. doing terrible then. It sounds like they're, they're throwing good money off the bad. I don't know. Um, I mean, it's not Quibi, but I'm sure... <laughs> it's, it's, it's not Quibi, but I'm sure they're making the money back because it's licensing, isn't it? They're not producing these shows. Yeah, yeah just it's stuff they already own. It's stuff they already own. Yeah. Well, I hope I hope for the, the sake of the British soul, this Brit box is successful. So, so, it... so, 
no, listen, MKH. So, what would you do with with old British TV programs? What would you do with them? Just just forget they ever existed. What about old music? What about old films? What about no, but no, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, you, you, I think the question was whether I would watch it. And okay, okay, yeah, and I, I I'm saying no just because of the um oh. the, the feels and- I'm getting from it. Yeah, do you know what? There was a actual a controversy about inappropriate content because apparently BritBox did um, have to scrap like I think till death do us part. So till us till death us do part. It ain't half. It ain't half hot mum. Oh. Love by neighbour and um, the Afghanistan series because yeah, of it- areas that were deemed to be uh, racist and unacceptable content. But I think that's because. Uh, the decisions that the senior executives are making now as opposed to just the fans. Yeah, and I can imagine they, they're not airing that that one episode of 40 Towers where he does the the, um, the Nazi salute and his frog marching back and forth like an imbecile. There's nothing wrong with that episode. The, the episode that's wrong is the one where the, 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 the what's he called, the general goes on his little racist diatribe. That's the mm. one they edit. Oh gosh! Yeah, no, but um, no, I I think there are going to be a lot of people in this country that, and just around the world, I guess, like that looks at a a, a Britain that wasn't um, I don't know, flooded like in the rivers of blood um speech. So that that's that would be something nice for people to look at. But yeah, no, I'm not saying destroy all the archives. Obviously not. But I'm just saying I just it's just not for me. I just um, I'll probably watch um the Doctor Who. Uh, David Tennant onwards. That's not on there. That's on iPlayer. This is old Doctor Who. Ah, then oh. put the whole thing in the bin. Sorry. No, no dead <laughs> box. Sorry. It's like this guy to the galaxy. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's not the one with most death. It's the uh, old, old one. Oh, yeah, yeah, I understand. But yeah, yeah. still not enough. Actually, how much is the description, uh, subscription? It's six quid. Per month? Yeah. Oh, flipping on. They've basically given it away. Okay. Now you sound like an advert. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna get the seven days free and then um... check out some of the old sci-fi stuff. You can, you can see this classic TV series that I mean stuff like Doctor Who and the Avengers and The Prisoner was successful around the world and they've influenced cult TV up until up until this day and um, mm. all three of those programs and you can watch them now on there. I mean yeah. you, you might find you know just try something Sapphire and Steel. There's a program on there called Sapphire and Steel starring Joanna Lumley and um, David McCallum I uh, about two, that. yeah which is a crazy it's got a crazy concept and very spooky mm. very very odd um, there's so much good stuff on there I would actually just give it a try for seven days you never know do you yeah absolutely yeah thank you both for, for joining me to discuss Britbox and um, uh, thank you MKH even though you're slightly annoying yeah no <laughs> don't, don't, don't thank me I did nothing for you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you, Trevor. Thank you. I am I am nearly sold on it if you can find me the episodes, but I, I love talking about it. I mean if you're not into old shit TV, then okay, maybe <laughs> I, I have a I have a very high um uh tolerance for um bad production values. I, I don't yeah. care. I don't sit there criticizing I don't care. Yeah. Just tell it if it's in the story I don't mind, you know, they can be as shit as they want. Yeah. So it's it's like it's so it's perfect for me. All listeners, um, sign up for Bitbox straight away. I have no shares in the company yet. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so thank you all for joining us. And um, we'll be back at some point in the future. Next week. 
very much. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>